0: Hey
1: everyone, welcome to the Beyond the Dance Floor podcast where we look at everything outside of the moves and the competitions and try to dive a little bit deeper. It's about history, mentality, and connecting the dots between the dance and the other aspects of our lives. Today we have the return of MC, beat producer, former Skillzometer champion, and one of the best b-boys in Canada, Switch B. This time, we have a much more casual chat about breaking, flip-flops, pro wrestling, stories and emotional connection, concept jams, sacrificing now for a better future, judges staying relevant, and more. Switch is one of my favorite people to chat with, and it was nice to just have a more laid back and free flowing chat with him. Hopefully, as time goes on, these kinds of episodes can become more and more common. Shoutouts to Switch for coming on, and shoutouts to shoutouts. Always great talking with him. Hope you all enjoy the talk. Peace.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: All right, we're here with switch be the return of uh frodo swaggins aka the meme machine uh I, I just made that up that's not an actual name <laughs> we have <but laughs> super happy to have you back it's been like a year and a bit since i think since we last like really talked and since yeah. we're on here but yeah how you been
2: been good man been working been a busy summer yeah, yeah, yeah. uh been like I moved, I moved out of my old spot. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so moving's always, uh, you know, moving's always a little. It's a big deal, you know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, been taking care of that. It's just slowly getting back into the the breaking, multiple things. You know, I've, I've been active with music, yeah, and that's been consistent over the over the pandemic. So mm-hmm. right now, I got space in my new crib to get down. So I'm just trying to focus on getting back into breaking shape.
1: You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, I saw like during the. The whole pandemic that's about did. it you released a few things and you got like the thing with what's his name ghost ghost something yeah ghost boy rj ghost boy, that's ghost it. boy RJ. yeah 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 listen to some of that it was pretty good Respect. uh you got anything going lately with like music stuff
2: uh right now um i mean last summer i worked on a whole record with my boy testament shout out to testament oh yeah uh Roots and Roots, we did a whole like reggae influence album. So oh,
1: that's that's,
2: that's that's gonna drop one day. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I think now that uh now that like I'm in the position I'm in like just like living wise that's gonna drop very soon. But uh I put out a few I sent out a few feelers for cartoons that uh a little instrumental tape that I'm uh, putting together, but I'm thinking of changing the name to Rinstrumentals. i thinking of changing it to Rinstrumentals. So like, I'm on the fence. I, well, I might have to drop two, I don't know, but I got I got like half an hour of it. I got more than half an hour, but I put out the first draft. Yeah, it's just yeah. like the last one I did with Dance Armstrong. I like to put out drafts to yeah. the people that that been supporting my music, see how they feel about it, and then I release it. So yeah. right now, like, I, I was like, I'm gonna put some pressure on myself, say September 21st. Yeah, I'm gonna have that out. Um, I got, I got like just a bunch of tracks that I've been recording with Ghost Boy. Like we have, we have about an EP's worth of music right now. So, pretty much just you know, a, a lot of mixing. There's a lot of music. i just got a lot of mixing to do. But I feel like last year when I was doing the storyography, uh, that little series there, and I did those five joints. yeah. yeah I was yeah. kind of just. I was kind of like, I didn't expect to even do that myself. That's something that just came about. Uh-huh. so when i when i dropped that i was like yo i know I, I put out five thorough stories and videos like yeah. i'm gonna, I'm gonna chill and really just sit on that for a second so because i've been recording so many songs uh cartoons is the next project that i'm trying to drop in the
1: 21st can you know, can you talk a little bit about the storyography project oh yeah that you did yeah
2: i mean what do you want to know about it man like
1: yeah, like how, how did it come about and, and just like wh- why would you do it kind of stuff. Shoot. Uh,
2: So pretty much um, I, uh, I started DJing with Andy b Bat, shout out to Andy b Nice. And I made, I, made a, I made a little mix and he recorded it, he recorded the audio and the visual. And I was playing a lot of unreleased songs that I had in this mix. So I wanted to release the video and when I was doing it, there was a tribute track that I had to mouse. Rest a piece of the mouse, you know what I mean? Um there's a point there's a point in the song where I say front tuck, part oh, pardon me. Yeah, back back tuck, front tuck to the rollback. And and I was like when I was when I was like, yo, actually I know I got a clip of him doing that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I could just put that to the music. Yeah. Uh oh. I, I was like, I can just put that to the music. And I did it. And when i did it and i was watching it back i was like yo what if i what if i did a whole video like this Mm -hmm. because i remember seeing something from rock marciano was a song called white russians and it was the music video was just like a bunch of dudes um it's a bunch of gun like gangster gangster stuff you know yeah so i was like but some of the lyrics match what was happening in the video and i remember being like what if i did a whole video just explaining what was happening and did a little story, so I was like, "Yo!" And I tried it with um, this this black exploitation flick. and it never got released. I didn't do that, but when I when I had it done, in my mind I was thinking, "Wow, this is insane! I, I haven't seen anything like this." So, because it reminded me a little bit of too much of Rock Rock Marciano, I had to do my own styling. So that's when I did the the Ham Swiss, and that was the uh, the Strapped movie from '93. Did Ham Swiss. And I did the the beat switch in it, and I was like, right, I experiment with this a little bit, and it just kept going, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always think that stuff, that stuff's so cool. Like uh, just pushing yourself creatively or whatever, you know. Every, I think everyone needs to do that. But anyone who's working in that creative space is like, you know, just yo, do just yo, do things, real. Try and things. It's
2: funny you know? too. Exactly. Exactly, and what's really funny about it is I feel like um, the pandemic kind of forced me into that position because I was just making so much music with my, with my friends and I couldn't I like, I, I could have ordered records online, I could have done that. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to do that. I like going to the store with a I like talking to the person that works there. Mm-hmm. I like hearing the music that's in the record store. That's how I like to do it, you What know do what I mean? So I was like, I ain't digging. Until the record stores open, I'm going to go through my collection Mm -hmm. and I kept going through and going through and then just had to come up with new ways to like feel creative and feel because it's like, yo, you can make a beat. You can make a song like that. It ain't the thing. But to feel fresh about it, it's kind of like moves. You know, people be like, yo, Dean, yo, Mark, yo, Switch, how come you don't do this? Uh How come you don't do this move no more? And I'm like, because it doesn't feel it doesn't feel right. Yeah, yeah. I, I want it to feel good while i'm doing it so yeah yeah,
1: yeah man just... is that same kind of thing that happened with uh with your memes and stuff and blowing up with that
2: <laughs> shoot yo the, the meme game <laughs> the meme game i don't know i just like found the program that worked and i was like yo man honestly i feel like like fate told me to shout out to fate fate and serena npc up in the building yeah it was like Yo, I feel like your memes evolved into the
1: storyography tracks. Like it was just like
2: <laughs> <laughs> they got longer, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, you have like a series or something like that.
2: Yeah, I just how the saw, memes are.
1: I don't know. Yeah, I just saw one today, uh, about the whole, you know, the recent. I don't know what you want to call it, like controversy in the breaking. The hip hop flip
2: flop. It's the
1: hip hop flip flop.
2: Nah. Oh, man. Well, it's funny for me. Like, for me, it's just a meme, you know. Cause like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I think I think Nasty Ray's dope.
0: Yeah,
2: I met Nasty Ray back in uh, '06 in Toronto, actually. Mm-hmm. And he was crazy then.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And you know, clearly he don't give a damn now. Like, he's just like, he just likes to break, he likes to express himself, whatever. I was just kind of like, for me, it's just like, yo, know, you're better than Frankie, you know. Like, Frankie's a champ. You know, put your put your breakdance shoes on and just give him. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a good run, you know?
1: Yeah, it's time and a place, right?
2: Well, for me, it's just like, if I'm battling with someone that's wearing flip-flops, I, I don't care who it is. Like, in my mind, I'm like, yo, like <laughs> you think you're going to beat me wearing flip-flops? Like, come on, man. But I mean, it's, I don't know, man. Like, it's it's silly. It's, it's, it's just breaking at the end of the day. It's not that serious. But mm-hmm. yeah, like, for me, I was just like, yo, put some shoes on, man. Just even if you're not that serious, like, either don't battle or just put some shoes on. Like, do your thing, but you know, whatever, it's Nasty Ray, man, like, he's, he's been doing whatever the hell he's want, wanted to do for quite some time,
1: so yeah, yeah. he's always going to push it, you know? That's nothing new for him, right? Mm-mm. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah, None but of. I think, you know, like, uh, this is a, the same kind of thing with, like, the Olympics and, and whatever, and people have their opinions and whatnot. I think a lot of people in general just kind of don't really care, and to a lot of people, breaking is just fun. But uh, I get that I think it's good that it makes people sort of think a bit deeper, think about like, well, OK, well, if we want it to get to this point or if people want to get to this point, it's got to be more professional. It's got people start talking about that more. And, you know, I think, yeah, you really get into a bit more stuff like, you know, like I said, time and a place to be to be goofy and to be this kind of express yourself and that kind of thing absolutely
2: like. <laughs> and, but one thing i'll say it's yeah. it's on the organizer it's on the organizer yeah, yeah that, because if yeah. you've been keeping tabs on nasty ray and you want somebody serious you're not gonna holla at him right yeah, exactly you know what i mean yeah. like if i wanted somebody serious like i'm like yeah you know like because it's, it's even like speaking of nasty ray like he would he judged rumble and the dot shout out to fab shout out to toby rumble and the dot right back in 20 2018 2017 and i, I don't I remember, remember one of those years but like it was nasty ray box and troubles judging solid lineup you know what i mean solid lineup but at one point man's are eating chicken wings man's are eating chicken wings and i remember i was hosting and i was like yo like just wait till the break and they're like oh, i'm hungry now you know and i was like you know it's mainly it's mainly, it mainly box eating chicken wings but i was like yo dog like just, you know, just wait bro you know
1: <laughs> yeah like i guess it kind of depends too on on what kind of event it is like how serious it is you know yeah
2: like like, Rumble, it's funny, because like, at that point, Rumble the Dot was the biggest it ever been. Like, they had, like, almost 100 sign-ups. It was really great Right, dope. right, right. So it was pretty serious, but it's still <laughs> an underground event. It's still an yeah. underground event. Though. Yeah, so, exactly. It's not, it's not Red Bull, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, it still I'm has that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not mm-hmm. to say, like, it's it's not a serious event, but, like, uh like you said, underground versus, like, mainstream mm-hmm. media. And even then, like, at this point, like, breaking, I think sometimes people, in, breaking are in like this little bubble and like breaking still super niche i think like there's appeal yeah. there's appeal but like where it is right now if you showed someone like a battle or something like that you'd be hard pressed to get people to like stay interested it's not like like i kind of see it as i always come back to this like pro wrestling and stuff yeah, yeah but, like yeah. pro wrestling used to be the same way it was just in like these local halls yeah community halls and stuff and it wasn't until someone like vince mcmahon who's insane now and doing wild stuff that no one should ever do yeah in wrestling uh he was a guy or he was one of the guys that like brought it this mainstream attention and like made it more appealing to the general public and
2: oh absolutely i remember whenever he he, like he he bought out wcw and like made Eric Bischoff like a character in (laughs) this and I was like like I didn't realize it at the time but now I'm just like yeah this guy like was doing like next level things with it you know what I mean and and had dope storylines and it was like reality TV almost
1: yeah even even the thing with like uh the Mr. McMahon character that kind of, as far as I know, evolved out of the Montreal screw job with like Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels yeah, and the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. And Jeez. like people didn't even know he was just a he was just an announcer at that point. And then it can kind of came out like, oh, he's the owner, he's the president or whatever. Like, and then he became he's the see everyone, and everyone just hated him for what he did or what they perceived that he did or whatever. Yeah. And then he just ran with it and became this character, and I was like, that was the beginning of. Uh, like him and Stone Cold and and The Rock and that whole era and and him just being this crazy heel that everyone hated. Yeah.
2: Yo, no, for real. Like I, I was uh, I was frozen for a moment there, but I heard The Rock in that whole era. So I'm assuming you're talking about Attitude and all that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> six, six yeah. Yo, Like, yeah. I'm still but, I'm still versed.
1: So, so. This is something I I've been thinking about a lot lately. Is like. You know there's a whole push for the olympics and that's like the, that's one of the futures one of the ways for it to become big and that kind of thing but like i really think especially because it's like such an artistic thing mm-hmm. like i think you can get away with it with like sports where it's very it's like you just pick a team and you, you understand the rules and that kind of thing and there's way less like you connect with it because it's like your local team or something like that. And you're those are the rivals. We want to beat them. Maybe they build a story and whatever that kind of thing of like the rivalry. And that makes it more exciting. But like, I don't know, breaking breaking. I kind of see more like, say, boxing or UFC or pro wrestling, where you want to get people like invested and it's like a community thing. It's about people coming together and you got to tell good stories. And that's what it get people Regardless of what you do, if you tell good stories, like that's what I people, agree. That's when people get emotionally invested in it. And I don't think breakers I, I, are I good agree with that it. right now.
2: Well, I mean, because it's it's like you got, and it's always been this way, where you, know, you? you have a, a group of people that are like, it's a sport,
0: because
2: hmm. they they're like, yo, you know, breaking breakers is like what they do is so hard, and like, yo, know, people should be getting paid something like this is that in the third and what's crazy to me is just kind of like yo as a as someone that's dead i'm I'm about to hit my 20th year of breaking Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i I love breaking but Mm -hmm. even i know that like like nobody really cares about it like that like only breakers care about breaking really Mm -hmm. like just to think about let's say something let's compare it to skateboarding skate we always compare it to skateboarding yeah or actually no let's compare it to parkour let's say parkour Sure. That's newer. There's way more views, way more participation, even though, like, parkour parkour is probably harder, less rewarding, more impactful on your body than breaking. But it's just, people see that, and it's just, in your mind, more accessible, like, oh, from running away from cops, I can do this, this, that, and the third. Like, little kids be thinking that, right? Yo, in Russia, Japan, China, like, everywhere it seems, except for Canada. There's kids that are killing breaking right now, but for the most part, it's just I don't know why there would be a demand or why there would be a need for someone to battle or watch a battle, especially when man's doing the same moves yeah. every other battle, right? It's yeah. just you know, and not only that too, it's like the 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 the, the bigger breaking community, right? The the prima de prop, let's say, it's very yo, know, it's who who you know, same people getting invited. Because don't get me wrong. There's a lot of really dope cats out there. And you wonder, it could be because they're, they're douchebags. Don't get me wrong. But why do they, they don't get invited, right? Mm-hmm. Like, this person is nice. How come they never get a shot, right? I, I, was, I was talking to my homie Kurt. Like, the elusives are dope, you know, and none of them were in the, none of them were in the Rebel the American final. I'm like, how is that possible? These guys are all, like, 26, mm-hmm. mid, like, you know, like, younger, like, mid-20s. These guys are chilling at church. You know what I'm saying? The twins, Ryan, like, yo, how come are none of them in this, right? So yeah. I don't know. It's like I, I feel like if there was, if there was like people scouting, you know, like if, if you want to treat it like sports, if yeah. there was people scouting, and we were yeah. literally getting some of the illest people, and I never heard of this dude, and you get some underground cats, and blah 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 blah, people can train. Oh man, then you'd be into something because there'd be people coming out of the woodwork. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah,
1: <clears throat> yeah definitely. That's something like. I think like Profo was talking a bit about that with like, these days, I don't know, it's kind of like, it's important to have your, your Instagram game on point or that kind of thing. And like visibility. It's like, why did this person get invited? Well, they were more visible. This <laughs> can, you know, and like, you know, sure, maybe they have the skill to back it up too, but. Oh, you they know. usually do, they usually, usually do. do, right? It's, yeah, I think yeah. it's pretty rare that you would get someone who like doesn't really deserve to be there, but there's like, but the like, like yeah. yeah, exactly. Right. Or yeah. what, if for whatever reason, I think this is like one of the weird things, too, about the current age that we're in with like just social media in general and like how so much stuff gets dictated by that particular apps, like algorithm and how it decides what you get shown and stuff like that, how it decides what gets po- what is popular and you know people who who either have something that fits well with that or the game the system or whatever like i don't know or they just get lucky like it's yeah. it's a weird so, kind of time to be in i always felt like i was lucky just because i was out
2: i was out and around canada so right. i got to meet everybody i got to battle a lot of people yeah and uh, and catching the crew i, I was I always felt privileged in that regard because like yeah. i remember Going to the random YMCA in Surrey, mm-hmm. t- teaching a workshop via Unity, and Emma coming through with their friends, you know, mm-hmm. and that was back in 2016. Yeah, then we saw. So I was like, Yo, this girl's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, five years ago, I, I remember going to Shine JK's Jam yeah. in 2017 and seeing Connor do his prelim, mm-hmm. and I was like, Yo, yo, this guy's sick. And then same with t- yo, know, seeing Kurt at Robson Square. Yo, seeing a bunch of mans at bon- Bonzer, I was like, yo, there's some nice guys out here. Lo and behold, five years later, they're the top of the community. Mm-hmm. I knew they were nice like four or five years ago just because I happened to be there. I was like, yo, yeah, yeah. If, if they keep up with this trajectory, in <coughs> front trajectory, they're going to kill it, right? Yeah. So it's it, I, I, like, and that was, that was always my thing. I'm just like, yo, this person, oh, I don't, and people would literally be like, oh, I don't know this person. Okay, that's cool. But just because you don't know them, doesn't mean they're not nice. Are you willing to watch some footage of them recently? Yeah. Take them. You know what I mean? If somebody shows me a clip of some dude that a couple of people think is dope, and they posted a clip, let's say, you know, seven days ago, but they don't—they only have 300 followers on the gram, are they dope? I don't know, right? But I'm just like, cause I, I don't know. I just feel like it, a lot of recycled people, and then it's hard to be entertaining because you start seeing the same battles. Like you'll see like, the same people battle, maybe in mm-hmm. a different bracket of the comp, doing mm-hmm. the same round as they did last time. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh man, that's crazy, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's like, it's just a weird time to to be in breaking. Like, you know, I know things go in cycles and stuff, and things get pushed to certain limits, and you explore certain limits. And like, I think we're maybe approaching, or it's like, about to veer off in a different direction of like, you know, online presence and social media presence and and these kind of things. And even things like watching lots of footage. That's like something that you hear all the time too. It's like, you know, the YouTube generation, they grow up on YouTube and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And like, there's good things and bad things. Like the skill level these days is like through the roof, I think. Absolutely. But, But, you know, like just watching a bit of the, the um canadian what is it the olympic qualifier sort of thing that just yeah. happened like the other week and you know the the level of all these people are are so high but they're so i don't know maybe in my old man opinion i got the greys coming in you can see that
0: jeez you've been at the
1: grays going in you've been had the grays coming in <laughs> but but what i mean is like their skill level is crazy but there's so few that like really, truly stand out from each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and this could, again, just be biased, like it probably is. But, you know, J Bugs was one of the people that he has a very clearly defined style that makes it uniquely him, uniquely mm-hmm. his flow and that kind of thing. Absolutely. And, like, not to say that a lot of these younger people or like someone like ills or phil like they're very very uh like clearly defined like they have weird movements and stuff that make it theirs and that kind of thing yeah, yeah and not to say that other people don't have their own sort of unique things that make them them but yeah it's just there's a lot of people where if you put them in a lineup of like all these international people <clears throat> i think you'd be hard-pressed to be like wow how, where do they stand out? How do they stand out?
2: You know? Yeah, no, like, I, I, I agree. I, I just think, I don't think it's necessarily an old man mentality. I think it's more of a uh, product of your era. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe. Like, because, like, he, he, here's my take on it. Because, like, we, we, we started around similar times, right? So, mm. when, when I started, I was, I was talking to the homies about this the other day. The wackest, the wackest breaker had a signature move. The wackest guy. Yeah. They had a signature where you're like, oh, that's, that's homie's move. Okay, so, but everyone's foundation was lacking. Mm-hmm. Like the like basic foundation, whether it was your shuffles, flat handedness, six step heel toe movement, the basics were lacking.
0: Mm-hmm. People
2: could do some hard, some like the hardest moves, but
0: mm-hmm.
2: they'd be flopping, they'd be bailing. You know what I yeah, mean?
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. Whereas the foundation became important. End of 05, 06, you had to be clean. Crashing wasn't acceptable anymore. Yeah. Pardon me. Everyone's foundation got really good. Mm-hmm. Everyone's foundation became essential. People started hitting crazy hard combos because everyone's foundation was so good. You know? Mm-hmm. So now it's like everyone's very fundamental, right? Because somebody back in the day, someone back in, let's say, 2003, if they could do three-step, couple of clean mills, halo, chair freeze, people were like, Woo Like, at least in Toronto. Mm-hmm. You know, you could do some halos. It was like, oh, sick. Now everybody, that the, the the lightest kid, the lightest kid, you know the little a little girl now, could do that. <laughs> so it's like, I feel like what we had to make up with originality because we lacked foundation. Mm-hmm. They lack. I think it's just a shift, and it's oh, all. Yeah. It's just like it's about balancing out. And then you have you don't like that, That's kind of how I feel about it because it's like someone like, um, like you mentioned, like Hills and Phil. Like Hills, Ilse, Hills has always been really good. Like, mm-hmm. from the first day I seen him, he's always been really good. He yeah. wasn't always super original, but he was always really good. Eventually, after like, you know, training with GI, you like, got right super original, super clean, super dope. Phil wasn't that original at the beginning either, but then, like, I feel like all, even more so over the pandemic, the last couple of years, all that training, like, now he's just doing whatever he wants, you know? Yeah, and then, like, yeah. J Bugs, like, he just. He came up, he started in 99, you know, he came up in that era where you had to be original because you were there, man, like, people yeah. used to hate. If you, if you weren't doing, like, something, like, new, people used to be like, yo, you ain't got none. <clears throat> like, it was crazy, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I wonder if, like, you know, you're talking about that sort of, like, swinging of the pendulum or whatever and things are yeah. balancing out and stuff like that. I wonder if, like, this current current time that we're in, is just yeah one of those it's like balanced out but because it's balanced it's not really that interesting you know like that's kind of like the ideal point that you should be at that's what everyone strives for but you don't really get anything interesting if you don't explore those like extremities and stuff like that
2: yeah fully like like russia right now is on Nine, like they're like they're explode, they're booming right now. Yeah, with originality, well-roundedness, hunger, like they're they're killing the world, you know. Like like their their footage, it's like wow, right? I just think it, it comes in cycles, cause like there's dark eras. Yeah. you know, it, it, it's like it's like the economy. That's how I feel about breaking. You know, it's really like the economy. It goes up and down. Yeah, and sometimes it's down for a while. And I yeah. think right now we're in one of those. Not a depression or anything like that, but we're just like, oh, you know, like, because, yo, man, it's, 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 everything was online for a minute. So that means that all the feeling was gone for like almost a year. The feeling was gone. Right. And Mm -hmm. a lot of people can't travel. Mm -hmm. So people are going to cook right now. Somebody has been cooking for an hour, a a year and a half. Mm -hmm. Somebody somewhere, a group of people somewhere, they've been underground. They're like, yo, we're not coming out. We're just going to train. For a year and a half, those people are gonna catch their flow. It's gonna be insane. Mm-hmm. Belgium's Belgium's booming too.
1: Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's that's one thing too. That like, over the years and through a lot of these talks too, that's one thing that's really come up a lot is a lot of the people or a lot of the scenes that are really healthy, like Russia, like Belgium, like Japan has this huge. It's like a lineage toronto is another example of like there's people who stuck around in the scene and they passed on their knowledge to so the future generation this is something that i was talking with like i think it was with matt like 12.
2: hey shout out to 12.
1: yeah we were talking about this like you know it's like and with amstro too like shout just, out to
2: mateo <laughs> yeah exactly
1: <laughs> and just like passing on this lineage like you want the next generation to to have a better start than you had. But, like, you know, there's another thing that comes up too is the some people who just like don't know how to accept the position of like, I'm a maybe like a quote unquote pioneer or something like that in that sort of situation where you're building the foundation for something bigger in the future. And yeah. Like, you might not get that recognition, but why are you even doing it in the first place?
2: That's I'm It's good to go into it being like, I will not. By the yeah. time, by the time I get the recognition, I will be underground, you know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah, several yeah, years, like, yeah. that's the, I think that's a good way to be about it. Like, yeah, because it's just like, yeah, that's not why you started this shit, man. Yeah. Oh, I was trying not to swear the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was good. It's okay. It's okay. I was good. It's but okay. it's like, that's not why you started this. The way, the reason you started this is because you, you saw the move or you felt the groove Mm-hmm. What a corny, but like you, it was there, you it, you, it spoke to you, you wanted to do it, that's why you started. Mm-hmm. So, don't ever forget that. If you want to pass that feeling on to the next gen, then do it. Yeah, If whatever you get. I, I said earlier, I always felt that my career, my experience as a young dancer in Toronto, mm-hmm. extremely privileged. I felt like I was really privileged because mm-hmm. a lot of people were always like, Yo, this guy's really young he's got a lot of potential and they always put me onto opportunities Mm -hmm. right so i got to build that for the past as i said like you know 20 years like 18 to 17 professionally but it's Mm -hmm. like you know now it's obviously there's been times where i had to fall off and go work a job whatever Mm -hmm. but now it's like what i I, i'm an artist what i do is art related whether i'm facilitating doing a bunch of administrative stuff Mm -hmm. whether i'm creating (laughs) what i do the end result is art
1: yeah 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 like uh amstro made a really good point like we we're just talking about this of like what do you pass on and he was saying like he he kind of thinks the the current generation or whatever or like the current thing that we're passing on it's like you know before it was okay here's the foundation of the dance and then maybe it's like or here's how to be creative and then here's how to be be clean and and what does it mean like these deeper things like battle tactics and these whatever you want to call it it just kept evolving and it was all related to the dance and then now like because there's more people looking at it at a bigger stage on a bigger stage at a grander scale and he was saying like the next thing is to lay the like sort of financial foundation the the infrastructure for like whatever it is, you know, leagues or whatever you want to call it, but actually be serious about that. And like talking about things like how you present yourself and being professional and that comes back to the the sandals thing of like, that's what some people are talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. (laughs) I, and I, I agree with that. I think that's like a, at the very least, it's getting people talking and like, that's important
0: well
2: i'm no i'm glad that people are talking and like yeah. I, and i feel like that's very nasty ray it's like he he's a he's a yeah. he's a catalyst yeah. you know and it's dope because it's like at well,
1: that's the end like of an the artist day, too to me
2: at the end of the day he doesn't care so it's amazing what he started <laughs> and i'm gonna give him props to that and and like my meme like people were bigging on my meme like he he got me followers i don't even i don't even care about that that's some arbitrary ish but like that's how impactful that man is. Like he impacted my gram, he doesn't even care. <laughs> Shout out to Nasty you. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, look, he um, I, as I said, like for me, it was even more like traditionalist. I was like, yo, you're battling Frankie from Supreme Beings. Yeah. Have some respect. That's how I felt. Yeah. I don't care who it is, right? That that was my thing. But you're but on, in terms of perfect but who knows maybe there's some mom at home or somebody at home been like ha 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 he's battling in flip-flops and she's gonna love it oh i want the flip-flop guy to win who knows yeah yeah and he goes I viral thought, right so, i thought his
1: little thing with taking the flip-flops and then hopping out and trying to hop back in but he messed that it was up. lit.
2: <laughs> but i know that was all freestyle too he didn't yeah. even practice if he practiced it yeah if he had a bunch if he had a bunch of shit, yo that's Matt, my issue is that it wasn't crazy clean flip-flop moves
1: yeah it, i don't care that he had flip-flops yeah. i was like okay whatever he's doing whatever if you can perform in them who cares right my thing is like he had flip-flops on and he like you know it kind of he, he hadn't practiced with it or he just did it kind of like oh it's it, it, for the it moment hinded, or it hindered like his that, movement right? yeah
2: it, it hindered his movement it was, det- it was detrimental to yeah. the, the w like if he was trying to win yeah. He lost because of
1: his Yeah, but that's the kind of, same kind of thing. Like, if someone came on barefoot, would people still be like, "Well, that's not professional. You gotta have shoes." It's like, hey, I'm gonna say this because pe- people
2: yeah. were trying to draw some parallels between, you know, cats like uh, what's his name, Pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yo, everybody was hating on Pocket, man. Mm-hmm. If, you, if if you watch Pocket when he's barefoot and you just strictly focus on the opposite crew, everyone's like taking their shoes off, doing the smelly, like everyone's. Yo, that's whack. You gotta wear shoes. You know what I mean? That's that's it. Like it's just there's an etiquette. You like there mm-hmm. there is an etiquette. Like I do. I think you need to put some shoes on. Or if you're gonna <laughs> rock if you're gonna rock flip flops, like be like killing it like in the yeah, flip flops. Yeah. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it it didn't look it like think about how dope nasty Ray is. It didn't look that dope.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, that's all. Yeah, yeah. Or you know maybe it's our own kind of like biases and stuff and you know.
2: Well, as I said, like, we, we saw Nasty Ray <laughs> in his physical prime, right? Yeah. So maybe he's in his mental prime now, but yeah. I, I know he was in his physical prime, and he yeah. was a monster. So, you know, it's it's yeah. it's whatever. Yeah, what but, you what know, I like, just mean is, as like... I said, he's the, he's the man for... he sparked the conversation, which yeah. is more yeah. than a lot of people do. Yeah.
1: What I mean is, like, would would it be the same thing if he was, like, this, like, hippie dude or something like that, and, and the flip-flops matched the rest of the character or whatever? yeah yeah like
2: yeah like if he was like on some like i'm i'm wearing a a straw hat with like a a piece of like straw in my mouth and and if that was this whole thing eh? that's
1: always been his thing like would people be saying the same thing
2: no no they'd allow it yeah right they would they would have to allow it you know like but they they'd have to allow it
1: (laughs) (laughs) but i think that's the cool thing like well okay that's not a that flip-flop incident is not a great example because he was like not clean and messing up and stuff like that yeah but i think at the end of the day like you know i think that's one of the cool things in general from my experience with breaking, is that like skills always do the talking or that should do the talking like uh i remember mark has this this uh story from when he they went to some jam in seattle and like Mark was in this phase where he was like just wearing like dress shirts and like just looking like a guy, just yeah. not, you know, and, uh, you know, he did his, they did their round and he killed, he killed it and whatever. And like, I don't know if they went through or not, but I think it was like track two was there and track two came up to him after and was like, I was like, yo, man, you were, you were out there killing it. Like I was so, so impressed. Uh, and yeah, when I saw you, I thought you were like, I like an accountant or something like that. Like, I didn't know what to expect, but like. At the end of the day, if you have the skills, it doesn't matter what you look like, it doesn't matter what you do. Yo,
2: I remember we were at Scarborough Town Center one time, way back in the day, and Matt D, shout out to Matt D, pulled up in like a no frill shirt. He had, like, <laughs> he had a no frill shirt on, like the, the polo.
1: Yeah.
2: And he was killing it, you know, he was killing it. And I remember just like a bunch of like older women, like, you know, like black black ladies and all that like yo get him no frills like i think it was (laughs) an orange like it was sick man but but everyone was like yo this guy came he came straight here from work (laughs) you know and that's raw
1: yeah yeah but that's like getting into a bit of those what i was talking about earlier with like i don't know i think it's less important of like the competition i don't know this is my opinion like and maybe my pro wrestling love that comes back in is like <laughs> the moves that you do are not so important it's like It's like this the the story that whatever it whatever Happens that makes people have some kind of like emotional connection to it whether it's yeah. something like that where it's like uh, you know You see some guy and he looks like he just came from work from no frills and then he's ripping all this crazy stuff and it's like playing with your expectations it's playing with like yeah what yeah. do you think it should be oh you got surprised like that's the, in a lot of ways that's like the essence of breaking that's what makes a good round it's like you thought it was going to go this way and then they went this way you thought this was going to happen they did this and that's yeah. like the beauty of of you know that's what the essence of wrestling too you know no, no matter no, I, what you do i, I agree with
2: no, no, like yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. but the thing about breaking is, to a certain extent, it does kind of matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of right, yeah. matters. Yeah, yeah. It's, but it's like,
1: <clears throat> I think it, it comes. Go ahead, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead.
2: No, my bad, my bad, my bad. But th- there, there is ways around it, like because yeah. I've seen myself included, like I've, I, I've been, I've had people rinse me when I was younger with like next to nothing. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's or so it seemed, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's just like. I don't know, man, because, like, breaking's, breaking's an expression. It's energetic. You can literally feel it. Yeah. Just like wrestling. I was, like, when you're a kid and you see cats hyping up, like, they're clothesline. Clothesline. Yeah. Like, you know it's time to get hype.
0: Yeah.
2: The, be- the, the, the 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 highest paid wrestlers, usually the best entertainers. That's why yeah. The Rock was so dope. Yeah. You couldn't deny it. So when you really take in what he was saying, cats like him, also a warrior, macho man, recipes. The ball, the rest but what were they saying they weren't even saying anything yeah. it was just a vibe <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> you know what i mean that yeah. so like that's the parallel i draw. it's just like i don't know what this guy's doing which is what a lot of viewers whether some a lot of viewers that break and a lot of viewers that don't break like i don't know what this cat's doing but i'm feeling
1: it. yeah it's, it's there's certain people that they have Whether they're speaking, or for some people, it's on the dance floor, and like when they go out there, they command a certain presence. They they make you feel it. They may they draw you in with the way that they're doing it. It's not even about what they're doing. So, like a good example would be like, why not or pull one or or you know,
2: even Heat Rock man,
1: Heat Rock yeah, like a lot of these people. I
2: like yo Heat Rock's not from Philly. Yo, at the Silverback Open, I remember what year it was. This. Yo, this man lost, and people applauded him. He had to do a full, like a, a three sixty <laughs> bow, because people were applauding him after he lost.
0: Yeah, you yeah. Know,
2: I was like, yo, he rocked, yo, Shout out to South yeah. man. I was like, yo, how did like how did that happen? Right. Yeah. So, but but think about that though. He rocked like, you know, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure he can win though. He can do a one two. He's not that athletic, but he's just like that 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 that. Everybody feels it from his dressing style. Yeah everybody knows he's nice
1: yeah yeah and like this is why in some ways i was just i've done like a whole bunch of these these interviews these talks so like i'm mm-hmm. just like, you know i have by the time this gets released i don't know how many people how whatever ones have been released or not yeah, uh, yeah. but uh you know the last one the last person that i talked to was amjet and we were talking about this and like Just talking about you know it really doesn't matter what you do it's that the way that you do it the essence the style and character that you have yeah like you know he was talking about something like you know when people teach when you teach i don't necessarily agree with the the whole thing but in general i agree with the the kind of general idea that when you teach someone like it's less important of like you got to do the 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 two step in this way and have your feet in this and then like and you got to swing your arms this way and then you got to learn the the six step and the cc and this needs and like no man just teach them like a few basic things like with footwork uh you know don't have both your hands in the back or something like that at the same yeah. time but even that it's like this you know, yeah just have some form teach some sense of form but like in general it's like you can do whatever you want you can
2: I see what you're saying yeah. I see what you're saying in terms of like there's bits and pieces of that I totally agree with yeah but I see uh, what you're saying.
1: but yeah it's like that's that's coming back to you know what you're saying like people some people have beat you by doing nothing and it's that's what beat you was the this ability to kind of like connect with the moment the moment that kind of thing <laughs> the moment. and, and like you can see it with uh yeah okay i don't know if you know about this or if you even followed him but like cm punk returned back to pro wrestling okay? I, heard, I
2: heard yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It was, if I you haven't so watched that it, yeah.
1: if you haven't watched the return watch the return like i so i knew about his whole the story of what happened and he you know he had this, mm-hmm. this pipe bomb promo and all this stuff and then he left at like kind of when he was at the top and because he was just so yeah. pissed off right And it was like seven years of people just chanting his name the whole time at venues even if he was there or not whatever he he was never there but when he came back like you know i didn't need to be a cm punk fan to feel that moment yeah to feel the emotion and like you can see yeah the crowd reaction was insane but it's like what what did he do when he was out there how did he do his promo it was like the guy had people eating out of the palm of his hand. Like he just, he was like, can I tell you a story? And the crowd's like,
2: yeah, yeah and a, please,
1: yeah, please. And all he did was he just sat down in the middle of the ring, cross legged and like, let it sit for a moment. And like just that image to all these people and all that, it's like the story, the backstory of this whole thing. Like, and the anticipation of like, this also speaks to not you know being at every single jam and and showing your moves on instagram and, and whatever and like taking a break sometimes that can be this huge thing when you come back you know but yeah it Yo. was like an incredible moment of like just emotion and connection and like again i'm not a cm punk i'm not a huge cm punk fan but i've watched that intro return like 10 times because it's just yeah, so, no, you can feel it it's yeah. it's,
2: it's it's genuine it's watch authentic. It, yeah, no, I'm gonna take it in because like I heard about it. And that's that's how big it is. Like I'm not I don't really I don't really follow wrestling like that no more, but like yeah. I heard about it. That's how big yeah. it is. But um no, no, I I feel you. Like that's even for me competing, that's kinda why like I took a step back because I was like, yo, I like if I'm entering, like I'm not I'm I think I can win. Mm. You know, I, I honestly think of like I can win if I'm entering the battle. And when I got injuries, when I've been lacking, I'm not gonna enter because for me, there's a bunch of dope ass, there's, there's there's so many dope ass cats in Toronto, so I'm just like, yo, yeah, I'd rather see them with that hunger they've been training, take my spot because, I'm like, yo, Mans can beat me and that's dope, you know, m- maybe it's it's something you always wanted to do, if you know me, right, but it, it ain't gonna be as meaningful if I'm tra- as if I'm training and I prepare for, it. if I'm training and I prepare, you know that I've been training and I'm coming to win in DBB, then that's something like, right? But at the end of the day, like I'm like, yo, when it comes to competing, I'm just like, I'm gonna do it when it's right. And I'm definitely not wearing no flip-flops if I come out, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it's it's like, I know what you're saying. like, And that's something I felt to myself when, when I come out, people are like, yo, you're entering? And I'm like, nah, like, oh, okay. If I am, it's a, it's mm-hmm. kind of a big deal. Like, oh shit, so just gonna enter. So yeah, that's why I wanna I want to make sure I'm on point, at least, the very least, you know? But yeah. I, I could like the last thing I watched that was a big deal was the Roman Reigns retirement. That was super real, because that was the opposite, because he's a heel, right? <clears throat> and he's just like, yo, my name's and he said it's Guffy, And everybody was just like, oh shoot, like this is real. This isn't wrestling, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. the feeling, man. You can't like you like there's some people that are really good at their craft and they're good entertainers. And the oh, like break break dancing. Yo, I'm always gonna call it breakdancing. And if it bothers people, I'm going to continue. It is breakdancing. It is not B-boying. Especially not in 2021. It is break dancing, yo. You get you chop up the chop up the drum break and you dance to it, bro. So yo. <laughs> yo. But like. <laughs> i I'm getting stupid. But like, no, for real though. It's just like <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done, I'm done now. Nah,
1: I'm, nah, nah, I'm, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. But yeah, like... I don't know. I just think there's so many, there's so many, not parallels, but just things like, this is one of the reasons why this podcast even exists. It's like, I think so many dancers, not just b-boys and b-girls, like dancers in general, they get like this tunnel vision on like dance, 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 dance. dance. And like, you know, honestly, The more stuff you know, the better your dance is going to be and the more you can make connections and see new ways of thinking about that's like what creativity is, right? Exactly. I look at some of the stuff that's going on with like, you know, older, older dancers or you know, just even the way that politicking kind of works in breaking sometimes or whatever. And like, you can see it in the same kind of thing happening happened. In wrestling and still happens but like it's like people politicking to keep their spot at the top They're, <clears throat> yeah they just like and especially the big problem was like and this is a problem in the WWE is like you have these old guys that you know they made their name and all that stuff and the problem with WWE is they're not building a new generation of stars Yeah, they have these people and they're basically like glorified jobbers and then, you know, Goldberg will come in, or John Cena will come in, Mm. or Hulk Hogan, before, so it was like, and this is the beautiful thing about what this new promotion that I love, and I think everyone should watch AEW, is they, their older guys are there for the younger generation, they're there to bring them up. They're not opposed to if it makes sense to take a win or that kind of thing, but they're more so trying to even if they take a win, the other person looks good and gets elevated and that kind of thing. And that's always like their purpose. No, they're like, they're like, In the the CM Punk uh, promo that he does, first thing that he does is puts over Britt Baker, the like new women's champ right away. That's the first thing he says. And the last thing he says is he puts a challenge out to one of the younger stars at the next pay per view. Like, beginning and end, right away, putting over first promo back in seven years. First thing that's he does is put over two people.
2: And that's what I'm saying. This is one of those things where it's like, whether it's win or lose, if it's a good performance, it's still going to be a classic match because everybody knows, like, yeah, this yeah. is a choreographed, this is a, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, I, and that's my thing about like, like comps. Like, it's like, like a couple of years ago, for the dragon style, I either couldn't get work off, or I messed myself up or something. So I was like, "Yo, like one of the cats from UFF, Wagon, shout out Wagon." I was like, "Yo, take my spot," because yo, that's what Mans did for me, man. Mm-hmm. That's honestly what Mans did for me, and it was like mm-hmm. it benefited me when people were just like, "Yo, I'm injured, switch. I think you've been killing it. I want you to take my spot." Yeah. That gave me an opportunity. Boom, <clears throat> I've been training. I haven't been seen if I battle somebody dope. I'm hungry, boom, 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 boom. So like now I'm just like, let's keep it going. Cause at the end of the day, most of the money that I made, that might change in the future, but most of the money I made wasn't off of competitions. Mm-hmm. It was off of performances, off of gigs that I got through transferable skills that I learned through the breaking community, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man, like when it <laughs> comes to the old and the new, like I, I'm I see younger like, yo, <laughs> I, I I I was at Emstro and I were at um, Outbreak whenever uh, pr- Promo and Flail qualified. Mm-hmm. And I remember being like, dang, like these guys are kids because it was like 2011. So, like, damn, man, I've been like, this is the second time I came out here we didn't qualify. And these guys qualify. Mm-hmm. These guys from Montreal, you know what I mean? At first, I was kind of like, dang, you know? But then I was like, man, you know what? Look, I can hang with these guys, man. So, I'm, I'm going to qualify one day. And I, and I never did. <laughs>
1: But like, you know, I just think about it too, just like the job of, of people who are who are older in the scene, more experienced in the scene, regardless of like their achievements or whatever, the job is always to like make it better for the, the people coming. If you love this thing, if you want it to continue, what's the future or well, how do you keep it going is you have more people coming in and doing it the right way and and having a good experience coming into it, so that they don't have these like negative attitudes that get like built into them when they get older, and then they just manifest. Or it, uh, yeah, I
2: it agree, man. Worse worse. Like, I agree. It's like break yeah. break break dancing is like for kids. Kids started it, right? It's yeah. for Kids. So
1: yeah.
2: people forget that. Like, it's like I, I understand that some people can make a living. Some people can get a lot of opportunities, get a lot of clout off of it, and I get it it might it might even be part of your identity you know but
0: mm-hmm.
2: never forget that <clears throat> this is this is the, the kids that need to benefit off of this
0: yeah
1: yeah yeah definitely
0: straight up yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> i think there's like you know, we're seeing it a lot in recent years i think like the pandemic just amplified it that there's a lot of there's a lot of ego and there's a lot of like random just trauma that people have i don't know if trauma is the right word but for some people it's definitely the right word but uh there's a lot of ego and a lot of things of like people just need to realize that hey maybe i'm wrong about this thing you know like everybody everybody you know,
2: straight up like yo it's cr- you know some like what's messed up about breaking is like it's it's an egotistical dance right like everybody look at me in this middle of the cypher yeah. we're going one at a time you know unless you're doing a routine you're you're breaking one at a time mm-hmm. at least with things like choreo it's like the whole group it's like the, the emphasis is literally on the group and choreo right mm-hmm. unless, and then you move up as a choreographer whatever people see you you're nice but breaking it's like me 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 but like you still got to remain humble See, so for I, some people that's
1: i don't agree completely that it's egotistical i think maybe competitions are a little more like that well but if you're if you're in like a cipher, a cipher it's i a always think for sure. yeah exactly right it's it's a like we're having a conversation i'm talking but you're giving you're giving me the respect to allow me to talk and then when you talk i should show you, you the same kind of respect and like okay part so of we're, it, you know, we're doing it together even though it's one at a time
2: let me retract my my prior statement but i get so what, you competitions, I guess what you mean <laughs> yeah competitions but and, and that's why i always said i was like yo competitions like they aren't hip-hop you know like it's like when you think about like the origin like cypher <laughs> yeah cypher was battles even competition nah that wasn't a thing that came later where men's like, yo, put your money up, and we're gonna the winner. Like that's late, that's later. People used to battle all the time. Battles, cyphers are all part of it. But competitions, and that's the thing people gotta remember. Comps that's 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 a, that's a newer thing, you know. Yeah, like yeah. three judges pointing. Yo, whenever we started, you, you used to you used to battle. You shake hands if you wanted, and then you find out forty five minutes later, and they wouldn't even say you lost. They'd be like okay up next we got you know uh you know like brain freeze versus uh adidas classics you know and you must be like damn i'm not in any of them <laughs> you know.
0: yeah
1: well like you know it comes back to that thing even too like if if you want to look at like you know the sports side sure you can judge these things and that yeah whatever and competitions sure. and like they have their their place but for me and for a lot of people i think like I don't want that stuff it's it's the kind of thing where you shouldn't want if you love this thing you shouldn't want any part of it to fail but you don't have to participate in it you know you don't have to do it but you shouldn't want it to fail
2: yeah no I'll support I'll, I'll I yo I'll, I'll pay my $20 and come out and watch yeah yeah I'll support Yeah, but I ain't gonna support by competing in it I'm like hell not I don't like yeah. men's are like yo you signed up for this online battle. no no I am not <laughs> I'm not gonna battle my computer. I'm, i no, absolutely not. You know what I mean, like yeah, yeah. That's not uh, why I started this. I'll do an interview with my man. I'll teach a workshop, whatever. But I am not about to train for a battle on my phone, guys. It's not happening. It's not happening, bro. And like, you know, no disrespect to anybody that did it, but that's just too far gone. Like, I, I, I grew up way too deep in the dial-up era for that. I just no, no.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, but yeah, what was I going to say? There was something related to that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just like, it's coming back to like, I think to me, this is, this is what I want to see more of is like, to me, what's exciting is competitions are fun. Like battles are fun and I would love to see more of like high profile uh exhibitions where there's some good promo going into it of like well why should i watch this it's not just like come check these two people out and watch them battle it's like no give me something to like sink my teeth into you know like have some interviews with them have a little friendly trash talk or whatever like that's the exciting stuff yo imagine
2: imagine having something like yo okay like you said high profile exhibition right it's like, so let's say it was like back in the day, right? Like, yo, we're going to have filthy feet versus the fan, right? I'm nice with the mute button now, so I got to be bur- burping off. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, after a year of this online thing, like, yo, I'm automatic. So um, I'm thinking, imagine someone was like, yo, listen, winner of this battle via the judges or votes gets a all expense paid block party an all expense paid trip to this and imagine just being like okay so let's say we do the battle and y'all win and man's like all right cool yo we're gonna go to this park we're gonna throw a, a full a full jam open bar open food uh capacity 100 people filthy feet gets to invite the 100 people it's a jam people it's for everyone like nobody gets paid but it's like all right like and obviously that's kind of like that doesn't benefit any Adults that have kids or anything. But I'm just saying, like, it's something for the community. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be cool because it would be like, oh, sick. The other, the other or, or, or we're going to get you guys uh, a community center space for six months. Like something. Yeah, Something yeah. that the community could use because then it would be like the wind, like it would be more meaningful to the, the whole entire block or the mm-hmm. community mm-hmm. as opposed to just these five guys. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like... Uh... <clears throat> And I just think about um, was it who can roast the most and they had those, yeah. those big battles and, before. Like, and they had the interviews before and like some people were just like, yeah, I don't know too much about this guy, but you know, our styles kind of match up and which actually, I was just dope. watched, this. which was dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I just watched the one with like <laughs> Megas against what's the name? Koozie. Koozie Rock. Koozie Rock. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just funny, like just seeing the difference in in the way even just the way that they present themselves it was like koozie rocks all like yeah you know i'm gonna do this and he has this way of talking to migas is like super canadian and just like yeah i don't know like i think uh he's just gonna i are just gonna go out there i haven't really been practicing but uh yeah we'll just do it
2: <laughs> Pretty, the, the best was he, <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he yeah, just came out yeah yeah like... <laughs> yeah you know, it's just like, all right, you know, <laughs> but, but it was like foreshadowing. It's like you're smoking the blunt yeah, in yeah, the yeah. interview, and you get tired in the battle. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but you know even that was like but, uh, but that was like a good way say, to hype uh, it up. You know, all the stuff that he said. Exactly, exactly. That's like pro- that's so one thing that the we've the been promo. doing out here.
2: Exactly, which is dope. Which is yeah, dope. Yeah. That's what UFC mastered, right? Yeah. But um, well,
1: pro wrestling mastered it. UFC, we did
2: the uh, UFC took it into the we real. actually. We could, it's, it's yeah, it's true. UFC was like, you guys are actually gonna fight," but yeah, pro wrestling <laughs> did master. It. You're right. Yeah. Um, we, uh, we we did the uh, b boy draft,
0: uh-huh.
2: right? The, the should have called it the breakdance draft, but what was that? We Did that uh-huh. like back in 2019? I was like, so yeah, so like check this out. So I, I, I came up with this concept, and I we delivered it. Jeff Reyes, heist and myself. We threw a jam called Kicks and Snares. Oh, at okay. The sneaker convention. At the Masonic Temple in Toronto, right? And like, we did, um, it was like, the, the way I wanted to do it, it kind of switched up a little bit, but the way I wanted to do it was like, I had a prelim, so like, I think like, you know, like 50 people signed up, and we were choosing the top 32. So we choose the top 32, but out of the top 32, we chose the top eight, and we were like, you guys are gonna make eight teams. You so, and you're eight captains,
0: so everybody oh, okay. lined up, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: number one to eight. And then from the, they got to choose, I think it might have even been 24. I'm not sure, I might be messing it up because it was a four on four with eight teams. And I failed grade 10 math twice, so don't even ask me about that. But what was dope was like, it's like the, whoever got the best prelim, they got the first pick, whoever had the worst prelim, they got the last pick. It was kind of like draft in sports, yeah, yeah, yeah. so. You got to choose everybody got to cho- everybody lined up against the wall it was like schoolyard style and you got to choose your team mm. one by one <laughs> yeah man and it was crazy because like there was some really dope people
0: yeah
2: with some really new people uh-huh. i ain't even gonna say whack like new people you know what i mean and and like something like cats like really dope like you know like flail pulled up uh box one pulled up you know what i mean so it was kind of like those cats they like oh damn like these guys are world champs you know yeah yeah battling with like the the newest guy
1: Mm. but you know like i think that's something too that's sort of missing with all this emphasis on like bc1 and and these kind of things and you know we gotta start a league and have qualifiers for that and like that's all fine go do that but i love the stuff that i always loved is either it has a great vibe and it does something and it does something different so like the stuff that I always will remember is like outbreak. I never got to go to it, but Circle Kings, Real Deal Jam. Uh, yeah. Who can roast the most? I got to go to like one. What is it? Cipher Addicts. Like, and then even in locally in Vancouver there was a, a jam that Rory and Robin do did called Texas Smoke 'em where it was yeah like, yeah yeah right, and it's like the same kind of thing where sure it's a competition but there's some aspects of it that make it kind of fun to watch like i always thought texas smoking was one of the best the best um like general audience friendly kind of competitions because it's like yeah yeah you know you can have the prelims however you want and then you just pick i think it was like five or six crews i don't know what it was and then they make they you, you get to see them call someone out you get to see them the other person place the bet or something like that i don't know place the yeah place the bet how much it's worth and then the other person chooses how many rounds and it's like well, what are they going to do are they going to so every i did it like three or four times and each Sick. time it was different like the first time everyone picked on no because it was like well they just bat there was like a strategy going like they just battled. oh they're tired well we'll go at them again Next person goes, oh, they just battled, like, we'll just go at them again. But NON, yeah, like, yeah. you know, that was the exciting part, too. It's like they managed to, like, keep it going and keep their energy going and that kind of thing. And yeah, like, yeah. They were really kind of playing around with, people were playing around with strategy. They were, like, getting tired or, like, these guys are new. Okay, we'll make them go, like, 10 rounds and tire <clears> them out. Or, or, shoot, we don't have anything left. Okay, this is worth, like, 10 bucks. You know, Well, shout-out to maybe. NON, too. Shout-out yeah. to NON. But then, like... One of the other rounds, the next years, it was like that finals part was done in like, I don't know, like 10 minutes or 15 minutes because everyone was like, we're calling them out. Okay, how much is it worth? We're going all in. And then it was whatever rounds. Next round was like, so they were, one of the crews was done. And then the next one calls out this crew out, like, how much is it worth? All in. It's went all in, all in, all in, all in. And it was done and it, but it was so hyped to just see how it went down and then like the yeah, third know, time man. it was like back to strategy and then i think it was like j bugs and and reflex and they were like you know what we're gonna we're gonna take the money and run <laughs> like,
2: that's a very, very, very j bugs and reflex uh yeah, it was like, re- response
1: <laughs> you know respect to you guys but it's like every time there was something where it was like something different happened because like yeah you give people choices and and They have the freedom to do all these different things yeah
2: cool no trust me like i and the draft is a good idea too that was the thing about the draft like people were trying people were trying to hide people were (laughs) like
0: they're
2: like yo i'm gonna i'm gonna do i'm gonna do a whacker prelim you know (laughs) like people were doing all types of shit it was really funny but it was just kind of like what was dope about it was that like nobody had the team that they wanted like no, no matter what anybody tried nobody had the team they wanted so it was kind of one of those situations, and I've been in these situations many times where you're like, you're competing and you've been training, but you're like, well, I don't got no control of this man. I'm not with my crew in the same one-on-one. You're like, yo, I'm just gonna go off. So everybody, everybody was just doing their best, you know, <laughs> like just yeah, go, like doing the best they could. And it was very innocent because you had like, you know, someone like Flayo, and then he entered with the homie Batroc at the time. Batroc was like 19. And Flayos, you know, he really liked Flail's style. Like he was like, yo, Flaleo, I think Flayos one of the best, you know? So he he got the battle with him, and he was super nervous, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And it was just like, he, he he killed some shit, and then he flopped near the end. But, like, up to that, like, he was killing it, you know? And mm-hmm. then there was, like, cats like Dominic, or uh, I forgot his breaking name. It used to be Dong. His name's Dominic Pong. <laughs> but, uh... But <laughs> 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 he when he made his first final, which was oh, dope nice. and... And I think yeah, he, like, uh, I was like yo, you ever won a jam before in Toronto? He's like nah, it's the first one. Yeah. And I was like, congrats, man! Like that's dope, you know? Yeah. So it's just a range. Like cats that win jams all the time. Like I think it was like Sticks, Toby, Bridge, and Dominic. Mm-hmm. Me- super random team, you know what I mean? Like MEC fam, Supernaturals, and I'm not sure what crew Dominic's in, but like generations and just random, like you know?
1: Yeah, like. And I think this is not a knock on on those big competition stuff. I just think you need all of that. You need all kinds of different things you do. And like you do. But yeah, again, to me, there was like so many good jams where it wasn't really about what was the prize. And like the prize is nice, but a lot of those things like it's only cool for that person. And in, in a lot of cases, it's like a cash prize and that cash is gone immediately.
2: Exactly because man's a broke Yeah,
1: Yeah. but like, you know, there was There was just a lot of jams that happened and like shoutouts to Arthur for throwing a lot of these.
2: Floor storm in the building. Yeah, Yeah.
1: but you know, he had things like uh, just for kicks and it was like I think It was like back to crew battles, which was really rare. It's still rare and uh, and it was like people sign up their crew and they just did like round robin battles with like no stakes there was no winner and each crew i think it was maybe one year or every year he did it one year that was like each crew that entered that managed to pull together all these people they had like a custom uh i think it was like an adidas shelter and it's like had their their crew name on there and something else and it was like you know for us it yeah was just, like we didn't really care it was just fun to do yeah, I,
2: honestly, I, I wanted I wanted to do that for a long time to stay a crew battle, like because I had this trophy, and it's it's actually crazy now because like like Juan and I have this trophy is it, like Mouse peace, Mouse once again. He threw one competition in Toronto, mm-hmm. and like only the battle it was went straight to the finals. And it was just me and Juan against Frost and, and Fab. <laughs> it's very random, yeah. But like me and Juan ended up winning, and like. We got these over the top trophies, and 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 it's, it's even more meaningful now because he passed. Mm-hmm. And I was always like, "Yo, I want to just do this. Like, you get your name ingrained in the trophy. It's a full crew battle. There's no cash prize. It's just for history."
1: Yeah. Well, that's like the massive one. we get a budget for the judges for battle. the
2: DJ, but that's it.
1: Yeah. Like. Uh,
2: you won one of those, right?
1: Yeah, you get a. You get a yeah, ring. No, that's wait,
2: it. You, you want one. You want
1: that. Yeah, and all you get is a ring. Where, where, where's the ring? Where's the ring?
2: Where where where's, where's, where where you have your, where's your ring?
1: It's in the other room. Why should I bring it up? No, I don't
2: want you to get it right now. It's just ah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think you should floss it. still. like, I don't know, you know. I do occasionally. That's sick. <laughs> Here you next. should post it on the gram so people know. You
0: should, yeah, yeah, just
2: wear it
1: out. You're like, don't Yo, forget, forward. <laughs> Chat, nigga. Who you talking to? <laughs> uh, but. Um, Stuff like that, or like <laughs> just going back to the you know that that draft and how you had all these random people come together and like again back to Arthur, he had this other jam I forget what it was called but uh, play your cards right something like that and okay there was like sort of a exhibition thing that he did where it was like he had all I don't know it was like sixteen dancers and they get randomly split into two crews and they do a battle and it gets judged and then the winning crew gets split into two and like I know some people have done competitions sort of like this but it was just fun to see like okay all these everything gets pulled out of a hat and so it's like they get randomly split and then right off the bat it's like you could have the really really dope dancer who who loses right off the bat and they're just out and then you have this crew and like okay well how does this get split up and then you just get to see all these random uh, combinations, and and sometimes it's people who don't always get that shine because they didn't never make it past prelims or like yeah whatever. But this for this random opportunity, I forget who it was. There was just some some dancer who you didn't usually see that often. I think it was like AJ's or uh, Earl's little brother. This is one guy. Some okay. guy earl and he had a little brother who was really dope still is pretty dope i think as far as i know but he was just like i think it was him whoever it was they just blew up because uh you know it was just they got the chance was that the was that, that's
2: not the one of the uh raw minds is
1: it hey, he's in raw minds i think
2: was he like the kid i heard, i think i heard about this i don't know
1: yeah, he's a kid you know and now he's not a kid but i think Yo, he's I'm more kidding. focused on like djing now but
2: okay so i heard about this dude in raw minds that like he came out and he was a kid and he rinsed it and then he disappeared in there but he's still dope i think i session with him i don't know i could be wrong
1: yeah yo shout out to raw minds those guys those guys like they're the the unsung uh heroes of like that next generation after i guess like our my gen our generation
2: yeah oh yeah shout out raw minds
1: yeah (laughs) raw minds young and uh, adrian and
2: you know what's the other guy he's pretty nice to uh he came down here a couple
1: years ago might have been a jerry jerry oh jerry yeah 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 awesome. yeah. jerry's nice too yeah. yeah and like you know they're shout out to them too because they're not like they're not like a breakdance crew they're like the hip-hop crew man yeah there's like DJs they're artists there's you know just there's a hip-hop crew man there's just a Yo, crew. I-
2: yeah, no, no, they're true they're artists, that's what I'm saying. But it's just like, like when people start DJing and making beats and like doing visual arts, I'm like, yo, you're just a hip-hop head, man. Like you like, yeah. you like the aesthetic of what hip-hop is, the sound and the aesthetic yeah. and yeah. the move. Yeah. You know? That's
1: what I'm saying, like dance has got to branch out more. They can focus on dance and focus on both oh, yeah. but you know, like just look outside of it more often. I think that's the biggest issue with yeah, like, yeah. the YouTube era people are so like their inspiration is only coming from breaking it's only coming from that that stuff i don't think youtube's a bad thing there's so much stuff on youtube like yeah I teach you how
2: to cook like fix things like it's, it's dope
1: yeah but, but it's like, just like you look at how breaking started it didn't there wasn't it didn't come from like <laughs> there wasn't any breaking to draw from
2: no it's literally like it- you know what I mean? Like uh, well, the, the the name that Champy said. You know, but he said yeah, hip hop is you know uh, like graffiti's the black sheep of hip hop. Uh, DJing's the loyal child of hip hop. Has always done. Oh yeah, pardon me. Black sheep's uh or black sheep. Well, shout out to black sheep. You know, because they was killing it. But okay, graffiti's the black sheep because there's no. Uh, it's misunderstood. Mm-hmm. DJing is the loyal child of hip-hop, because it always does its job. Breaking's the bastard child of hip-hop, because there's no father to his star. And mm. MC's the spoiled child of hip-hop for the youngest, because it gets all the attention. Mm. So I was like, yeah, you know, like, that, that's, how it, that's how it is, that's, that's how it's been. Yeah. That's how it's been, you know?
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, hopefully, this is a growing point for, for Breaking. Uh, i mean
2: but like for me a growing point for breaking would be like like cats like you know cats like ronnie where i'm like i'm seeing him like throw down and the old versus new gen and he's still killing it that would be like being fit taking care of your body yeah that would be um, the growing point of breaking you know what i mean for me
1: personally that's what i mean is like seeing things like that where you know a lot of the older Real like much older generation. Like they can't do the same stuff that they could do before because they just didn't have that mentality of like taking longevity. Care of, you know, longevity. <laughs> they were just kind of doing it, which whatever, like that makes sense. That's what they and, were and wrong. they were raw. They were raw. Yeah, exactly, right? But seeing guys like uh yeah, like Ronnie or like uh like Profo, like uh going I, don't, I don't just see? Yeah. Did Morris win the the Red Bull BC One? Yeah, exactly. Can't say Morris, like,
2: Jonathan Morris, thirty-seven no. at least. he's yeah. at least thirty-seven.
1: Yeah, something like that, right? Yeah. And uh, it's just cool seeing that that it's possible, right? And like, I think that's that's cool. And then in addition to that, you have just people talking about all kinds of other things, like how do you how do you seriously build a breakdance like industry or like people just seriously talking about other things like okay well when we say biting what do we actually mean or when we say judging what do we actually mean what are we actually like like getting more specific and it's like i think if you want something to be taken seriously you've got to start going deeper into it like not to say that it should always be this analytical kind of like look at every little detail because sometimes you just want to like we've said before you just want to like let it go and let it be free and that's kind of the essence of breaking right. But I know.
2: mean, well, it's just like yeah, th- if you want to make it more analytical, then do that. That's, yeah, that, that's yeah. what that's always that's I always it's said. up I to you, like, right? That's what I'm saying. It's just like if you want to make it a sport, because like I always thought that would be cool. Imagine, imagine if somebody was like. Because think about it, cats like Oscar Robinson, cats like Will Chamberlain, they were playing in the NBA before certain statistics were even recorded. There was no three-point line. They didn't count um, turnovers or blocks, mm-hmm. right? So let's say you started a system where it's like, boom, yo, so-and-so, like, yo, Dean's done ever since the system in 2021. It's now 2028. Dean does um, 4.5. CCs per battle, seven point seven <laughs> sweeps. Imagine breaking it down and then breaking down an analytical, mathematical number of why vicious victors don't. Right? He does, uh, you know, four point four halos per, per competition per twelve rounds. You can, like, you could do it. Do it yeah. analytically, and it would be crazy. Yeah, it would yeah. be crazy. This person crashes on this this often. Blah 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 blah. It could be done, but it's just like, you know, who who, who cares to do that? And I, if you know it's going in the direction of the Olympics, I guarantee somebody will. I know I don't. <laughs> yeah. I know I don't. But like, yeah. I'll lend my voice to it if they need it.
1: Well, and and I, I think like, that same, just drawing parallels with other things. Like looking this again, like looking outside of breaking and looking at other things. Like, because a lot of people like to. Well, I'm sure other people do this too. But you know, it's just like you look at you look at a painting. And you can you can just look at it and be like, Oh, this speaks to me for some reason, or I don't like it, or I I do like it, whatever. But there's people who have gone into like the science of like aesthetics and what makes something beautiful wow. or exactly. like exactly. Yeah, right? And like that stuff's interesting if you really want to get into it. I don't I don't care to do because, like I'm just not but interested. you take it in. But uh, you it's take a, it in.
2: Like You take it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would too, if if somebody if somebody was like vicious Victor, shout out to vicious Victor. Vicious Victor does like seven point two flares for comp for twelve rounds. I'd be like, what? Like, yo, <laughs> right? I was like, dang, because yeah. then because yo, then 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 biting would reach a whole new level because niggas could mathematically bite. You feel me? <laughs> But here's the thing, here's the thing. This is what my original point was and I got kind of lost. <laughs> when, it, when it comes to making something desirable, attainable, there has to be either something that can be sold or held onto. So yeah. it could be statistics. Pardon me, I wasn't on point with my original. It could be statistics. It could be gear and merchandise, mm-hmm. right? Well, we've seen people try that. It could be, like you said, the storyline.
1: The moments, man. I think that's it.
2: I, moments of so, memories but the thing is, is like you have to find a way to capture that without tarnishing the the realness factor
1: yeah, yeah 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 but I think you know you could yeah I think the problem is always with that one is like the scale and connecting and that's the really hard part is how do you connect with an audience how do you make them connect but I think that's where that sense of community and like growing the community and making it more accessible as far as information, as far as, that's why I think at a jam, the MC is so important. That's why I think proper, if you're going to do workshops, like proper accessible workshops, like this is one thing that really stuck out in my mind. This is years ago at like one of those Cypher for Change things. And it was like, I think it was the same was, one that we were all at, 2010. I think so. I I forget which one, but it was like Drew. I think his name was Drew. Drew from uh, Concrete Roots or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was doing this like, it was like a simple workshop, but it was like a workshop about teaching. It wasn't a breaking workshop. It was like this. Because he's a
2: teacher. He's a a, a teacher.
1: Yeah, right. And so like one of the things that really just stuck out, just as an example, was like, you know, in, he was like in my workshop, in my classes. I don't even teach footwork for the first like, in the first week or I don't know how long. he does Oh, it. that was
2: definitely Cloud like he I remember him saying that. We we're like, yeah, what's wrong with this? What is wrong with this thing? Like, yeah, I remember that. No, but, but he wasn't wrong. He wasn't wrong. Yeah, like because he, he was talking about like just like the the like, crab position, like just like.
1: Well, it's like easing people into it, and so movement. like yeah, yeah, yeah. For some people, like people who are already interested in breaking and naturally gravitating to it it's like they'll want to do it you can push them you can challenge yeah. them but like in a big classroom setting especially in schools you got a lot of people who are like hesitant and they're not sure what they want to do or like you know they're in front of especially in teenagers and they're like well how am i going to look in front of these people or in front of the cool people or in front of this girl that i like or this guy that i like or i don't know whatever who knows yeah. what goes on in the minds of teenagers these days but um that was the thing is, like, that really, like, clicked in my head, especially over the years. Like, if you want people to, like, get into this thing that you like so much, you've got to make it accessible. It's the same thing with, like, people talking about science. And the one of the big issues is, like, how do people make that accessible? And why certain people like, uh, what's his name, Neil deGrasse Tyson and and back in the day like Carl Sagan and uh, when I was a kid it was it was Bill Nye and this guy Beekman David Suzuki or David Suzuki like yeah. things like that that make yeah. make science that make you know biology make uh, any of these things like cool is people who can like diffuse that like academic kind of stuff down to the general population and make it understandable in like a simple yet still uh accurate way accurate Uh, yeah no i feel you you know still keeping the essence of what it is and yeah no but
2: but making it entertaining though like making it digestible right yeah digestible
1: is the best word i think
2: yeah
1: yeah that's a big issue with breaking it's like there's a lot going on and like we're seeing it right now with people trying to figure out like well how do you judge it how do you really judge it you know and there's a lot of stuff that happens at one point and you know it's well, easier like, bro. But,
0: yeah, go ahead.
2: A lot of the, like, yo, I'm not trying. To, I'm with all due respect, man. But a lot of the judges are dated. That's the thing. It's like a lot yeah. of the cats, like, and I, I, for me, I'm like, they don't compete. And some of them never did to the capacity that we do now. Like, yeah, so I'm not true, trying to. Part of me, I'm not trying to diss any pioneers. They laid it down. Many people, you know, to quote Doctor Megas Mullings, were inspired. You know, but. So that doesn't that's that doesn't mean just because mans are inspirated, it doesn't mean that you know how to judge a breakdance competition. Like that doesn't mean that. Mm-hmm. You know, I was I was I was talking to the homies about this the other day. I was like, yo, I've heard mans be like, hey, the reason you lost is because he was repeating. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, what do you know about nine, round round number usually it's ten because you have to do your prelim. Round number ten, eleven, and twelve. Or pardon me, 11, 12, 13. Not including your prelim, to win the battle, and you have to dig in your bag of tricks. Shout out to bag of tricks, Well you got to dig in your bag of tricks to like find the move, to find the move that's exciting to you, the audience and the judges. Okay, maybe maybe it was a little maybe I did that variation something like that back in the in the in the second round or in the semis, you know. But what do you know about that? You didn't. You never had thirteen rounds that you had to do in an hour and a half in your life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, yo, yeah, maybe, yeah, back in 78, whatever. I don't know. But it's like, yo, you was doing, your whole round would be power slide to halo crash.
0: That'd be your round. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: You feel me? So it's like that, that's not acceptable nowadays. What do you know about competing? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You can mm-hmm. battle. You used to burn everybody in the subway station or at the disco, or whatever. But like, yo, like that's not, that's not the deal anymore. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, that's a that comes back to like just a little bit of ego but then also just like not being set so set in your ways and being able to adapt to because things are always changing generations different from the previous generations different from the previous generation and are you able to connect with okay well what's happening now in an authentic way and, and keep up with the times and that's why like you know it's kind of funny like i remember it was it was a thing before where they'd be like oh well, we got to show respect to this like og and then we'll just have a judge or something like that and, and that's I was like
2: yeah we don't have to we don't have to make them judge to show them respect you know yeah yeah like, I'm, I'm even still down to pay the og yo have a panel discussion yeah have a workshop yeah have a like a showcase even yeah like you don't have to, like There's different because- ways because what's crazy is that some of these some of these veterans, some of these OGs, they be getting yelled at and they don't even know who these youngers are or what's going on. Mm. And men's are mad at them. And that's not fair. I'm like, yo, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not that serious to you. Somebody mm. just called you up because they watched your 1987 promo and they're inspirated. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just for me, it's just like, if someone's not a competitor, if someone didn't compete, I don't care about winning. If you didn't compete, you know there's some cats that are dope that the furthest they made was the semis. But if they're always battling and they knew how to compete, they knew how to qualify, they knew how to advance, maybe they made it to the finals a couple of times, maybe they won. Mm-hmm. Let that person judge what the way it is now. Mm-hmm. The person that was like killing it back and you know, like, like, it's like, it's like man's like, yo, we got powerful Pexter. For the New York City Breakers, I'm like nah, man. You know, like <laughs> nah. You know, yeah, yeah. I know he was in B Street. I know he was lit, but nah. Like, shout out to Powerful Perfector. But I'd rather just have a panel discussion and pay him to like talk about
1: share his the, history, share his perspective, right?
2: And and, and what he how we've seen the game change yeah, from Beat yeah. Street to now. Nah. That's yeah. more impactful than him judging a bunch yeah. of like because yo. He's gonna be looking at moves. He's gonna be like yo. I don't even I don't even know what these moves are. You know what I mean? That's like, crazy. Yeah, <laughs> he he's like, "Oh shit!" They right? win. <laughs> Yo, you see that, that that kid, that kid hopped on his head when he did the head spin, right? Like,
0: yeah.
2: yeah. And I, and I can't blame them because they don't they don't keep up with breaking anymore because breaking doesn't pay their bills.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. That's my thing. Just have a rap sheet of competing because competing changed. Mm-hmm. Competing. Changed, man. It's different now. That's all, all, all it is. Now, some jams are 12 hours, some jams are one hour, some jams are a one on one, 12 rounds. I remember when I did the first one on one and it was, I made it to the finals and lost and it was 12 rounds. I was like, yo, dang, man. That's a lot, right? So, I don't know, man. But, you know, at the end of the day, I don't really care. Like I got a full time job, man. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna make my money elsewhere now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it is what it is.
1: I think that's that's a big thing too, is like a lot of people putting all their eggs in, in one basket and like respect to those people. I think those people need to exist. But Oh we uh, need them.
2: But the hip hop basket is fragile. The yeah. hip hop basket is fragile, man. Like you and I you and I we learned that the hard way, you know? So
1: but like, you know, if you lo- really love, it, it's kind of that weird balance of like, do it for for the love kind of thing. And there's a way to say that in a very condescending kind of like, uh, what's the word? Not abusive, uh, exploitative way. But then at the end of the day, like, it's kind of true, you know? I love talking about breaking and, and the culture yeah. and, and how... If even thinking about like, well, where can it go? How can it go? And that's why this podcast podcast exists. Absolutely. Like, you know, this isn't my job. I just do this for fun. And like, it's a cool way to connect with people again, too. Especially during the pandemic. Yeah, I'm, but, I'm
2: surprised some of the people I see that come on it. I'm like, that's dope, man. Like, it's, you know, it's dope to see that you've been doing it and kept up with it and it improved, it improved substantially.
1: And, and again, it's like, coming back to your point, like, a lot of times it's not about you okay so what what's your opinion on the current you know we talked a little bit about it but like that's not the main thing it's like what's your opinion on the sandal sandal gate or whatever you want to call it <laughs> or like uh you know what do, what do you think of the olympics like that's not the important thing it's like okay let's dig deeper let's dig deeper and then a lot of times too it's like people have a lot of history they've got a lot of stories and a lot of things to share and like you just give them a chance and it's not this short interview it's not this little tiny thing where they get like a one little cut answer it's like here's the full conversation here's the whole thing here's how it evolved here's how it played out doesn't always it's not always easy especially with maybe the breaking like uh mentality of where's the next clip where's the next clip on instagram it's like one minute clips and this kind of thing 30 second clips you know let me check my stories see what people are up to Mm -hmm kind of hard to sit down for like an hour and listen to something but
2: yeah no i mean well it it depends on what you're doing right yeah yeah, it's like i i stretch the podcast like that's what i i've been making i I, i'm at the point where i'm like i may have to stretch five days a week as opposed to train five days a week that might be something i have to get into if i want to still hit the swipe flare if i still want to get the halo 90 like that's just my that might be what it is if i still love this right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i mean i know I remember the first event I went to. I I, I thought, yo, where am I going to be now? And I remember thinking that that to myself, like, well, what what am where am I going to be in breaking twenty years from now? And I'm there now. It's crazy, like I'm there now, and I'm yeah. like, I didn't picture a pandemic happening, but I, I, other than that, I'm exactly where I thought I was. I knew I'd be here. I, I knew I was going to still be dancing. Mm-hmm. I knew that. I still love dancing, and I always told myself I'm gonna do it until I can. Yeah. And that's that's it's like that, that's how it started, and that's how it's gonna end. I don't give yeah. a fuck about it. no comps. I don't give a fuck about it. like you no know, Olympics. You know, with all due respect, like I'll I'll be involved and I'll help out <laughs> any way I can, but that don't matter to me. That that ain't what breakdancing is about. Yeah. It's never gonna be about that. Yeah. But for all the caps, if in 20 years, man's are making like, you know, Steph Curry, LeBron money off of breakdancing, then yeah, like, yo, I'm a, I'll be bitter then. I'll be bitter then. <laughs> Until then, I'm, I'm just chilling. And enjoying yeah. <laughs> but
1: you know, like, at the end of the day, it's just breakdancing, you know. It's just it's breaking. Same, it's the same, same to, thing with yeah. sports too. Yeah, it's just breaking. Check out their podcast too. Yeah, shout out to the podcast, I man. You yeah. breaking. But like, you can see that with with sports too. It's like some people they make it and they end up kind of hating it, or you know, when it gets into a certain way of it's, uh, you know, you might be making a lot of money, but money is not the the be all end all. It helps, but you know, there's lots of ways to make money, and. Uh, mm-hmm
2: money is the societal checkmark you know like money is like the the the, the, the checkmark of life it's like you got money you must be good and it's just like a lot of people that have money are like more stressed out than the yeah. cat that's the cat that's uh at the bar every night broke
1: well, you know like you know all, what i mean there's a mentality too is that how much is what's enough depends on Yo, your lifestyle depends on what you're doing depends it's crazy. On what you want it's a lot of different things different factors I'm going to say this. Shout out
2: to like homie Stripes. He said this to me. He's like, yo, he asked me what I want. You know, we we talk shit all the time. What do you want? I told him what I wanted. You know, I was like, yo, I want to break. I want to make music. I want to be able to take care of my girl. I want to stay in shape and I want to have a nice crib. He was like, yo, why would you ever want more than you need? Why would you ever want more than you want? You know? Some people, if you ask them, what do you want that they can tell you? Then it's like, all right, yo, get that. Yeah. Right. But once you get it, sometimes it's like, yo, I need more, I need more. But it's yeah. like, do you, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, think we're really seeing that a lot. It's a societal shift, particularly in the in the West, I think. Because that's like a very Buddhist kind of think, way of thinking. It's like learning about desire and, and curbing your desire and, and that kind of stuff. And, when is it real? sustainability real. in not just like we talk about sustainability with like energy and forests and things like that but like that applies to so many different parts of your life with like money your material possessions and things like that what you want out of a relationship what you want out of your job what you want like what's enough what's what's that point for you
2: that's and, and i feel like for a lot of like you know how we grew up and in, in the West, it's like, you know, there's no, there's no, that, that's not a thing.
0: Mm.
2: It's like it has to be unlimited, you know. You gotta have the the fountain in the front, and it's gotta be that Fiji water imported. <laughs> you feel me? And you, you know, it's like it's just like that. Like it's crazy though. Like it's like yo, where, where it's like for a lot of people, like it's crazy. Like what I got right now is is more than I ever needed. What I have right now currently, it's more than I ever needed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. Yo, I want more. And it's not because I want more. Like for what I more than what I have. It's not because I want it. But I'm like, yo, I'd actually be able to provide more. Which is weird, you know? I'm yeah. like, yo. Like I, I I I wanna have a space. We were talking about before. I want a space. I want a space for breakers to be able to break. People are talking about the Olympics. I, actually, no. I gotta say this. Cause I was talking to the homie Quan. Shout out to C. Swift. I was chilling with him before I, before I came to do this. Yo, people talking about the Olympics. Had a, how are we gonna have an Olympics if man's aren't training if we don't have a space? I was mm-hmm. like, Yo, if I have more money, I'd be able to have a space. So I'm like, I think for me, like when yeah. I get to that point that I can like provide a space for hip hoppers to do the thing, I think that's when I'm gonna have my Buddhist moment where I'm gonna be like, Yo, yeah. I'm content.
1: That's that. Like, that's, I, that's that cycle. You know. Yeah. You're thinking about me 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 and then you you get to a point where you realize like what's enough for me i'm good well now i have this extra stuff where i could it's like i'm good now let me take care of like let me try and take care of
2: for me i'm like it's the block it's like the block if, it, yeah. if that can expand that's not going to be me that's going to be the block that expands yeah which is my goal because i'm like yo like for me if, if i started a space and then the space created more spaces because of the people that occupy the space, then I'm like, for me, then it's like, okay, now now I'm immortal. I don't mm-hmm. need clout. Yeah, I'm all I'm gonna be part of this. Yeah. like I've literally like imprinted my my footprint. I've yeah. done my duty, and now I gotta just reap re- to the fruits of my labor and just train and try to do flares when I'm sixty, whatever. You know what I mean? Like just like straight up though, like you know what I mean? Like the simplest things. Because I'm just yeah. like yo, I have my one car. I have you yo. Know, I can get my girl flowers on this day. I can take. It. I'm good, you know. Like I, oh, I don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. That, that's that's kind of like what I'm thinking.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: unfortunately, I think we gotta wrap it up because I yeah you I know, it's been an hour be and a half. Yeah. 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 No, I was, I was um, like, but I just know like, well, I'll definitely have you on again because I know we can just go and go and go and go. Yeah. And whatever. Topic.
2: But I, I, I was gonna say, man, like I, I'd be down to just like chill and just rap. Like, let me know when you want to like, even if it's yeah like, yeah, yeah next yeah. Tuesday chill whatever like just talk. Yeah, about
1: for sure, for sure. Um when's
2: well, yeah, isn't it like eleven in the morning right now there? Where is it? What time is 11 it?
1: Eleven forty
2: two. It's eleven forty two. So yeah. yeah. okay. So that means that if I if I if what I'm talking I'm trying to think of what time could we both have a beer and it's not socially unacceptable, you know? <laughs> uh
1: your Friday night. <laughs> we can do that. And I'll just have, okay, like, cool. an early afternoon. <laughs> an early... It's no, getting no, no, to can. noon, but actually I don't even, I don't even really drink anymore. So you can have a beer and like, that's, a, it's all good.
2: Okay, cool. So we'll just, we'll just keep it at late night for me then. Cool. <laughs> yeah. i right, man. Dean, D man. Always a pleasure, bro.
1: Yo. Yeah. Really good having you here. And like, like I said, there's, we've got to cut it short right now, but there, there was so much more that I wanted to talk about and this kind of thing, but we'll do it again some other time. And even just for us personally, we'll just have a chat. Yeah. And, so uh, I was gonna say, yeah, for everyone Are you coming you, back.
2: You coming back, man?
1: Come back, bro. Eventually. I want to... You know, we'll, we'll talk about that next time. Well, I'm you you My, whole
2: my time. bad. I'm fucking up the outro. Sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, for everyone who who was watching and listening, thank you so much and really appreciate that. Thank you, Switch, for taking the time. And we'll have you back sometime in the future. All right, we'll catch Yo, you all man. in the next one. Peace.
2: Shout out to Raspberry <laughs> Dean. Filthy feet. Yeah,
1: yay. Peace. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and I really hope you enjoyed the talk. If you like what you heard, please feel free to check out some of the older episodes and help spread the word about the podcast. If you really want to go that extra mile, please consider supporting on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash RazzyF2, R-A-Z-Z-Y-F-2. Even as little as a dollar goes a long way, and it means a lot to have your support. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you on the next one. Peace.